Welcome to Herman Singh's Future Compass. Understanding today, preparing for tomorrow. Where is your professional home? How will you know when you are in the right place professionally? Here's a clue. If you conduct a word search on this podcast for the word authentic, you will find that it occurs more in this podcast than in any other. For that is the core of the answer to this question. Home is where authenticity is. Think of your place of abode. What makes a house a home? It is comfortable because it has your memories there. And it is filled with things that you enjoy and like and that resonate for you. It's an external manifestation of your mind. The art and architecture may have spoken to you. The high ceilings and double volume space compensated for your sense of creeping claustrophobia. It's the smell of the place. It's familiar and you have your spot. A place for everything and everything in its place. It is because it is authentically you. It's not some random sterile hotel room. It's very similar with your workspace. Untidy desk, untidy mind. Nothing wrong with that, of course. I'm notoriously untidy early on in a process and then incredibly precise and neat at the end. Obsessively so. We all have a process and a personal approach towards work that is optimal for us. Sound familiar? That is because it's authentically who we are when we are unconsciously busy doing other things. It's very much like your face, in fact. Your true face is what you look like when there's no camera pointed at you or when you are alone and nobody is looking at you. Every other face of yours is contrived. It's a face that almost nobody sees, not even you. Remember, even you change your face when you're looking into a mirror. So finding one's authentic face or self is not the easiest of tasks because we have wrapped ourselves up in many layers, like an onion. Our default of factory settings in a manner of speaking it is key that we are honest on this journey of self-discovery and that we separate out our ambition and our ego from the real us. Refer to the podcast on mentoring for more on this topic. Asking where your professional home is, is in fact a lot like asking how you find perfect romantic love. We're all engaged in romantic relationships looking for our one perfect partner, our soulmate. The research on this, however, is quite clear. There's no one perfect person for you. There are many. Now, there are many cringeworthy and well-worn sayings here about romantic love that need to be applied to the discovery of your professional home. One does not find a soulmate. One works on creating them. You do not find them. They find you. Often, it is a stranger that you recognize. The difference between the love of your life and your soulmate is that one is a choice and one is not. You're not happy when you get what you want. You are happy when you want what you have. You're at your best when you are yourself. So find a relationship where you can be yourself all the time. Okay, too sickly sweet and need to puke. Back to the theme. These quotes all have a smidgen of truth in them. Stress levels rise exponentially when we're pretending to be someone else. We consume a lot of mental bandwidth with posing for this role and are constantly anxious that we will be caught out. Have you ever felt like you cannot believe that you're in this meeting or that you are thinking about what the smart thing to say would be? You're now thinking for another person. It's called the imposter syndrome. It's like trying to run two minds simultaneously and second-guessing the situation. I've been involved in appointing dozens of CEOs in my life, and one of the key personality traits that we look for is their stress levels, because this is the leading indicator of many things. It's a symptom of possible future failure points. This indicates their braveness, balance of personality, and any indication of role conflict. It shows us if an individual's ambition will exceed their competence, that their reach will exceed their grasp. Ultimately, we're looking for authenticity, that a person is who they say they are. 
We therefore look to three areas for confirmation, what they say, what they do, and what others say about them, all searching for the real you. We often look for inconsistencies, for clues on who you really are. This all boils down to one point, being authentic and happy in your own skin all the time. You know you are home when your quirkiness is an asset and not a liability. It is far easier to change jobs or roles than it is to change yourself. Your home is the location when you can be your authentic self most of the time, where you are not role-playing, acting as if you are someone else. Robin Williams was quoted as saying, Do not be afraid of losing people. Be rather afraid of losing yourself as you try to please too many others. A key observation, as I have seen many individuals, lose their soul in a role or a job as they confuse their title or company with who they really are. Many have landed harshly on the rocky shores of reality when they were no longer in that role and lost all the paraphernalia that went with it, because all mismatches are exposed eventually. Early in your career, it's all about applying and interviewing for roles based on skills. Later in your career, you do not do the calling. You get called. I've not had to apply for a role in a decade or more. I get called. That is Good, because then half the battle is won. Your competency is already recognized. But I do not take every role, nor is every role awarded to me. The key challenge is the fit that you have with the role, job, country, firm, industry, startup, etc. Fit is by far the most important aspect to interrogate for. Are you too outspoken or too quiet, too assertive or ambitious? Perhaps you are too conservative or old school. Perhaps you are not enough of a conformist. You might be too tough on stuff or not hard enough on delivery on goals. The culture fit question is key in a world where there are so many skilled and experienced people around that this becomes the differentiator. But this fit assessment needs to be done both ways. Are you sure that you would fit in with your authentic self? Do you even know who that is? Can you see the firm for whom they really are? Are you attracted by the external glitz and glamour? continue the romantic relationship metaphor, the interview is like dating. Both parties are on their best behavior and often pretending to be someone else. Most relationships break down because one or both of the parties revert to their true selves. When the honeymoon period is over and the love goggles are off, we sometimes then see through the facade to the real person. This is no different to the professional environment. The trick is for both parties to meet on common ground like overlapping Venn diagrams, which is authentic. This works both ways, of course, and applies equally to employers as it does for employees. It's important for the firm to be authentic to its true self, too. The prospect needs to see the messy middle inside the firm without sugarcoating the challenges to be faced and the culture issues. Talented individuals are like cats. They do not stay because you want them to. They stay because they enjoy the environment that has been created for them. Matching the two is key. How will you know when it is the right place for you? You will know by the way you feel. You will always be in flow. You will not be anxious without reason. You will be able to excel at being the best that you can be. And you will be able to fully express your creative energy. You will be spending the bulk of your time on what you enjoy and on what matters to you. You will feel safe and natural all the time. And you will feel appreciated for who you are. All of this is very personal. Another individual could have a completely different response to the same environment. It all has to do with an authentic match between two overlapping circles, yours and theirs. So what happens if you find that you're in the wrong place? I've been quite lucky in that most roles in my career have involved a great match of skills and personality types. 
I was employed because I was a value creator who challenged the status quo in firms that desired radical and rapid changes into new spaces. There are very few that can be trusted to do that safely without blowing up the bank or betting the farm. Where the fit mismatch emerged later in the relationship, it inevitably resulted in a breakup. Non-conforming staff, meaning those that do not conform with the current culture, either get panel beated until they fit in or they leave. So if you cannot change the people around you, then change the people around you. We will discuss more on this in later podcasts. You've been listening to Herman Singh's Future Compass, brought to you by Future Advisory and Solid Gold Podcasts. Professor Singh specializes in digital transformation, disruption, and startup acceleration, and keeps his finger on the pulse of change so that you can make better decisions. 